Mo to the, uh, E to the, uh, you thought I was going to say Moesha, but it's Mo. Now let's talk some more. Ha. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Mo, and we are back for another segment on the Let's Talk Some More podcast. Today, we do have a returning guest joining us by the name of Miss Courtney Williams with Universal Success Consulting. Um, Hey, Courtney, how have you been? Hey, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me back. I really appreciate it. No, no problem at all. So I know on the first on the first season when we um spoke, you were kind of kind of like fairly new to the credit repair. Um, and I know that you were kind of testing out yourself. You know, you had helped a few family members and then you started to increase your price and help others. So I just wanted to do a little follow up for a then and a now. So can you kind of tell us what's going now with your um what's going on now with your business? What's new? And for the new um viewers or people that's listening, can you kind of just give us a summary of what exactly that you do? Sure, yes. Yeah. So um thank God the business has grown tremendously, which is a definite blessing. Um when I first started out, you know, I, you know, helped a few people and then of course people were kind of asking, you know, how can you help us? What do you charge? So I decided to take myself serious, turn um, something like a hobby into a business. Um, it was more simple at first doing something more like factual disputing, but now I've turned it into a Metro 2 disputing. And okay. I also offer classes and give education and I have um, ebooks and things like that. So I've grown in many areas, um, but definitely trying to help people who are becoming more financially conscious uh, guide them to where they want to go. So if you can't afford to sign up for credit repair, I do have many options for you. As far as a one-on-one class, I help with business credit. I have eBooks to teach you how to repair your own credit. I have dispute letters. I also have eBooks for children to help children also become financial literate because they don't teach certain things in schools. So it's just my full passion of making sure people who have no clue about something that's so important about their everyday life and their everyday finances. And it's just something that I love to do. Now, I do love the fact that you said you have an ebook for children. I feel like that's so important because growing up and through school, it's something that they don't stress. Like you get the test dummy with the baby, you know what I'm saying? They teach you, you know, right. what for pregnancy, but no one teaches a class about credit and how important it is to have credit. Um, I do have a few questions for you, but I first want to start off by saying I see you doing big things. My girl is on the billboard. Well, several billboards. Yes, okay. yes, yes. <laughs> so congratulations <laughs> to you. Like that's 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 huge. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So I do have to ask Courtney, um, because I see a lot of posts on Facebook and it's always mm -hmm. like who can help me get to a 750 by next month or you know who can help me this and that so what is the difference between the people that do that type of credit repair versus the services that you offer and that you do well basically um not to say like this but there's a loophole to everything so if you want to seriously clean up your credit um seriously uh get serious about your finances then there's a right way to go about it um, there's some people that can just, um, you know, know the tricks of the trade and they can clean your credit report. Um, they can add you as an authorized user and just boost your score. But of course, it'll drop back down in 90 days. 
um, or somebody who files a bunch of police reports and they clean your credit reports, which is illegal. But I don't knock anybody's hustle. If that's what you want to do, you want to help somebody you're trying to get in and get out fast. That's beautiful. You know, more power to you. But with my program, I actually go in. Um, I see what's reporting inaccurately. I see these collection companies that have no right to collect on a debt. And, you know, I come straight at them. I hit them head on like, hey, you know, you need to be able to validate this. If you cannot validate this, then we do not have to pay. You cannot be reporting on my credit report. I mean, the rabbit hole goes so deep. But the thing that separates my company from other companies that I try to educate people along with help them. So while I'm repairing your credit for like the first 90 days, I also want you to be able to rebuild your credit. I also want you to get a hold of your finances. I want you to be able to save money. I want you to make sure your money work for you. So not only just repairing your credit, I want to tell you what positive accounts to add to help you boost your score. Because some people say they want a 750 in a month or two, but it took you years to ruin your credit. So how could you realistically expect your score to just change overnight so mm -hmm. if you want to sign up with my program i want you to be realistic i want you to have real goals i want you to be committed so one thing that i ask people um and some people have been offended by it and, and that's okay because if it was easy everybody could do it but if if you're not serious about paying your bills if you're not serious about doing what you need to do if you have to pay off some creditors and that's what you have to do because if this this is your life nobody's gonna just wave a magic wand and fix it you have to be serious you have to be dedicated and you have to be persistent in this process yes most definitely and i just want to say for everyone that's listening out here like her program is the is the bomb and i, I <laughs> say that you. because i am a customer myself you know so i know a lot of times for people sometimes we're hesitant um to take on right. with these different agencies because how they do but Courtney, I have really seen numbers. I mean, hundreds. I'm so you know glad what I'm you have increase. seen the increase. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so thank you so so much. You know, 2022, we're gonna do big things. But thank you for working yes, with me. Yes, ma'am. No problem. And it wasn't until you broke it down to let me realize, like, hey, okay, I may try to get this removed, but you need X, Y, and Z to also help build your credit. So right. that was something I didn't know. So thank you for educating me on that. No problem. No problem. Yeah, that's just this is what I mean as far as giving people the education, because if you just pay somebody to do something and you don't know what's going on, you really will find yourself back in square one. So as long as you educate people throughout the process, then they may be able to help themselves, trying to give them a, a footing to help themselves in the future so they don't always have to run back to you. It helps build a stronger relationship. Yes, thank you for that. Now, I do have to ask, with your credit repair agency or your company, have you have you had that upset customer yet that's, you know, that's, you know, just real impatient or upset because they feel it's not moving the way it is? And how do you handle that? Or how do you deal with that angry customer? That's funny that you asked that. I just had my first unhappy customer out of 63 oh God, really? plus clients. I just had my first unhappy customer um the guy was just like my scores only increased like 46 points what's going on um and so you know i i set up a consultation um we reviewed his reports and the guy just bought a new car and moved into a new apartment and then said he had to be late on a couple bills because of an insurance lapse and he had to get new insurance and i was like well that's the problem it's not mm -hmm. that i'm not doing my job but this is a two-way street we have to work hand in hand um you know, I kind of talk to them through the process, but all my clients sign a contract when we sign up. You do have a 160-day money-back guarantee. So if you're truly not happy with my services, then you can always get your money back. But 
the thing is that you have to be willing to do the work too. This is not me just waving a magic wand. If you're not willing to do the work too, then you're just shooting yourself in the foot. Like you went and got 28 inquiries because you went to go apply for a car. Yes. I mean, each inquiry is between three to five points. So you do three times 28. You dropped your score 50 some points. So the 42, it just, it just knocks off the 42 point increase because you just knocked it back down. But I mean, I was able to calm the guy down and he's willing to trust the process and things like that, but it, it's just communication. Um, everything is not peaches and cream. You have to be straightforward with people because it's their finances. It's their personal information that you're dealing with. So you have to just be straightforward, black and white, very transparent. And even though it may not sound good, but what people appreciate your transparency. So no, it may not be what you want to hear, but it's truthful. It's mm-hmm. a plan of action. This is the reason why it's happening. This is what you need to do. And if you can't do this, then we can go our separate ways with that money back guarantee. Now, I do have to ask, because you did speak on points, can you kind of break down just real quickly what exactly consists of having a good credit score? Okay, so uh, so there's things that deal with the credit score and a credit report and each points that they hold. So your payment history is important. Your credit utilization is important. Your length of credit is important. The amount of anchors you have and your mix of credit. They all each hold weight. So 35% of your score is your payment history. That's about 182.5 points. Okay. The next is your payment history, um, excuse me, your credit utilization, which is 30 points. That's 165 points. So for everybody that doesn't have a credit card, you're leaving about 165 points on the table. You have to have a credit card if you want to have good credit. The next thing will be your age of credit, which is about 15% of your score. That's only about... 80 points, 85 points. Then it's your credit inquiries and your mix of credit, which are each, uh, what is that, 15% of your score. Um, So you don't want to have too many inquiries and you don't want to have too many of the same accounts. So you should have a retail card, a credit card, uh, a short-term loan, a long-term loan. They have a nice mix on your report. So it shows that you can you can deal financially in different different realms, different elements. So yeah, you can pay your old Navy card. Yeah, you can pay your Capital One. Yeah, you can pay your mortgage. Yeah, you can pay your car payment on time. And it all ties into when you start to go at mortgages and and that nice uh, BMW that you want. They say, okay, this person, you know, has a lot of mix of credit. They pay their bills on time. They don't max out all their cards. You know, it just speaks volume to who you are financially. Because some people have a 750, but they have derogatory things on their report. So even though you have a 750, but you still have these collections, it just kind of you want your report. That's why I said you don't always focus on your score. Mm-hmm. Having a good credit report matters because you can have a 750 with collections and somebody can have a 680 with nothing negative reporting. That person with the 680 is going to get more money than, than you. That person with the 680 is going to get approved for that mortgage before you because they have a clean credit profile. They have shown that they know how to acquire large amounts of money and they know how to take care of it responsibly. So you wow. just really can't focus on that. Wow, you, I mean, I actually just learned something new myself. So it's not so much the score, it's your history and your report. It's your history and your report. So I'll tell you a funny story. I have a 720. I applied for an American Express credit card with confidence. I have a 720. I'm going to get this Amex card. I made it. American Express denied me because a medical bill, my daughter's medical bill, 
ended up on my credit report because I am the responsible parent. And they denied me because there was a, a recent derogatory remark on my credit report. Had wow. nothing to do with my score. They looked at my credit file. I had a recent collection because of the medical bill that I did not know about, which is so embarrassing. But they denied me. I got denied for it with the 720 for American Express. And girl, it hurt it. I haven't been denied for anything in years. But hey, you live and you learn, you know? So that leads on to my next question. When dealing with credit, what what should you pay and what should you not pay? Because a lot of times we get hospital bills, doctor bills, and we just kind of, you know, let just let it be. You know what I'm saying? Right. Should you pay those? Is that something you should dispute? Like, how should you handle things like that? Okay, so my professional advice in this situation is that if something has already gone to collections, I would suggest you dispute it first because the collection companies are so underhanded nowadays and they're buying your debt for pennies on a dollar. They may not have a right to collect on that debt. That debt could be charged off and, and is already written off to the IRS. There's so many factors that come into play with collection. HIPAA laws protects you from, from certain medical debt. Um, if it's still with the original creditor, I suggest you do a pay per delete. Contact the original creditor to say, hey, I fell on hard times. I can offer you 40% of this amount if you're willing to remove it from our credit report. If you just pay the collections, it's not going to go away. A paid collection has the same effect as an unpaid collection. It is still a collection. A paid charge-off has the same effect as an unpaid charge-off. It is still a charge-off. So when people come to me and they say, hey, I paid these accounts, but they're still on my report because you paying it is you saying, yes, this is my debt. Here's your money. And all they have to do is update it to say paid for a lesser amount, paid charge off it, it doesn't have to be removed so i always tell people to try and dispute things first just to see if it can be validated and after two or three months and it's still there that's when you try and negotiate that's when you go for a pay to delete that's when you try and pull out another trump card but you have to be consistent you can't give up but just starting off paying things i never suggest it because you can pay somebody that literally has no right to collect your debt and then you're just shooting yourself in the foot because it's still the collection is still there. It holds the same way. Thank you so much for that information, Courtney. Now moving along to credit cards, because uh -huh. I, I recently just seen a post on Facebook where someone was asking, you know, how can I build my credit? And someone said a credit card and they're like, you know, I don't want to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to manage it. I know it's important to get a credit card, but how uh -huh. should you use your credit card? Now, so... Credit cards are important. I think everybody should have at least two credit cards. Like credit is, how can you talk about credit without talking about credit cards? The word credit is in credit cards. That's what I try and get people to understand. The way you use it is totally up to you, how you feel you'll be able to handle it. Like you can max out your card every month. You can spend every cent on that credit card as long as it's paid back by your statement date. Your statement date is the day that the credit card company talks to the credit bureaus and say, hey, this person has this amount of available credit. They paid this amount this month. It doesn't matter if you pay your credit card 20 times that month. If you pay $20, $20, $20, $20 every other day, they're only going to tell the credit bureaus on your statement day, this person paid $280 and they have this amount of available credit left. So you want to always make sure your credit utilization is under 10%. I know so many people, I hear so many people say, keep it under 30%, 30%, 30%. 30% doesn't help you and 30% doesn't hurt you. 
okay. 10% is where you'll see an increase. Getting your credit card to that 10% every month will let you see a major increase. We'll see points go up 30%. It's not going to go up and it's not going to go down. But if you're a person who knows that you're not going to be able to pay that credit back, then swipe your card for gas and just pay that little amount back. I use my credit cards more than I use my debit cards because you can use the credit card and then use the money on your debit card to just pay it back. Um, it shows the credit card company that you're actually using them. You're paying them back. That'll give you access to higher limits. They'll say, hey, this girl uses this card every month. She maxes it out, but she pays it back. Let's give her more money. It looks like she needs more money. She's responsible. She pays it back. The credit bureaus will see the same thing. You'll start getting different type of offers. So you have to use it wisely. But if you're a person that can't responsibly pay your bills back, you have to first be self-aware that you can't do that mm -hmm. and then be responsible and say, hey, I'm just going to swipe this every month to pay my $100 phone bill. You pay your $150 phone bill when you get paid. You pay the credit card back just as if you would have paid your phone bill. Swipe the credit card, pay it back, and it's a full circle every month. And that keeps your accounts active. They see you using it. They see you paying it back. Then just builds up that credit profile that we're all working for. Now, this is something that someone told me, and I don't know if this is a myth or not, but there was like basically before your due date, mm -hmm. I think maybe like a certain amount of days, if you pay half of the balance that's due and then on the due date pay the other half, that also increases, I guess, your um your score is that any truth to that no now that hard? is a that is a myth in my industry that has been around for years if anybody looks at their credit card statements if you look at your statement it'll tell you that they say it kind of tricks the system to think you made two payments there's no trick like i said you can make a payment every other day if you want to the okay. only thing that company is going to tell the credit bureaus is that this is how much you paid this month this is the amount of available credit that you have, and this is your limit. You can look at your statement, and it will say it verbatim. You can look at your credit report as the next month, and it will tell you that out of $500, you have $380 available, and you paid $120 towards your credit card. It literally only says that if you pay 60 and 60, it's not going to say, oh, you paid 60 on this day and 60 on this day. It's going to say you made your payment of $120, and this is what you have available. It's not going to be so in-depth. It's really a myth. Like, you can pay it as much as you want, but it's it's only going to say what's available. It's only going to report your available credit. It's thank just how it so works. Thank you so much for that information, and thank you for clearing that up. Thank no you. No problem. Now, I'm not going to hold you, but I do want to ask a little bit about, like, Navy Federal. Okay. And the, um, you know, Employee State Credit Union. Okay. Uh, I've just... You know, walking into the home on the process, being interested. A lot of people say, you know, these are two good credit unions that you kind of want to get with or bank with or whatever. What is your personal, I guess, experience or view when it comes to dealing with the different credit unions? Okay, so um, the credit union that I, I'm actually with is Navy Federal. I love Navy Federal because they give higher limits. They are willing to trust you because first of all to be in a credit union you have to have some type of um some type of credential state employees somebody has to work for the state maybe federal somebody has to be military so you're already considered an elite to already be with their bank you're already considered to be in some certain class or or preference to them okay. and then they'll approve you for higher limits so you may go to capital one and capital one may only give you five hundred dollars but you can go to navy federal and navy federal will give you five thousand dollars just because you're a Navy Federal member. Wow. You see, the amount they'll approve you for, Navy Federal's interest on mortgage is crazy. People 
are happy to have a 3.5% interest rate. I mean, that's the average um, FHA uh, mortgage is about 3.5%, if I'm not mistaken. But Navy Federal will top that and say, okay, we can offer you a mortgage with a 2% interest rate, a 1.9% interest rate. They have wow. amazing interest rates that are super low. Um, they love working with, with their customers because they see that your money is in their bank. As long as you have a relationship with these banks, they're willing to work with you. If you've banked with them for a year or two, you consistently have your direct deposit put there. They'll be like, oh, my God, yes, you said you want $25,000. We couldn't give you $25,000, but we'll give you $18,000. Mm-hmm. And it's just like people are surprised of these approvals. When I got approved for my first Navy Federal card, I had to call them like, hey, <laughs> are y'all sure yeah, in the, they're serious. They will give you, they will literally give you what you ask for. If you're declined, you can pick up the phone and there are 24 hours. You can pick up the phone and call them and say, hey, I would like you to do a manual review of my application. And they will gladly manually review your application and say, okay, we're sorry about that. We would like to offer you $2,000 just to better build our relationship. Um, state employees, I don't have a relationship with them, but I've also heard great things. So, like I was saying, I've heard great things about state employees credit union as well. Also, um, for people in in our area, Charlotte Metro Credit Union is also, also good. Most credit unions are just good. I've heard great things about them. So, I will always tell people, go with your credit union, especially if you're looking for a car. People, if you're looking for a car, please do just not go to a car lot and let them shop your credit around to so many banks and get all those inquiries. Build a relationship with your bank. Even if it's not a credit union, build a relationship with your bank and let them know that you want to finance a car. They will they will write you a check. They will mail you a check. You go to the car lot and say, hey, I have thirty eight thousand dollars. I want this car. I want these. Like you literally do not have to get shopped around. And that's one thing I want everybody to realize. Please stop going to car lots and saying, hey, I want a car. They run your credit. You get thirty eight inquiries and you get a car that you don't even want. Go Mm -hmm. with a check. Tell them what you want, demand what you want, set it how you need to, and then you pay it back to your bank. Direct deposit comes in on Friday, car payment comes right out, builds a strong relationship, opens up more doors. Simple math. Thank you so, so much for that information. Now, I do want to get in your business a little bit. Okay, (laughs) Um, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to know what's next for Miss Courtney Williams. What can we expect for the year of 2022? Um, are you thinking about expanding? And when I say that, like, are you just sticking to credit repair? Could you see yourself kind of going into like a real estate type of thing or seminars? We just, you know, what's going on with Miss Courtney Williams? Okay, so tomorrow, the 11th, is actually my one year anniversary. Woo! Yes, yes, congratulations. So I'm really happy about that. But going into 2022, I want to go into more of, um, educating realm just giving people more information versus just doing the work for them i want people to be able to comprehend their finances more than anything i want you to know what you have access to as a consumer what consumer rights you have making people become more familiar with like the fcra and the dc dfcpa and things like that um i definitely have i don't want to get into real estate that's not my forte but i am affiliated with realtors Um, So I am going to be speaking at some forums with realtors. I am going to be dealing with more car lots um, just to try and get our name out there to become more of a household name. 
Um, I see my business growing tremendously in the future. Um, I've gotten such great feedback in this first year. I've grown more than I thought I was, which is a true blessing again. But I just want people to be able to come to me for education, not just coming at a business standpoint like, hey, I know she's all about a dollar. Um, I need to sign up for credit repair. I want you to be able to trust me. I want a, you know, car salesmen. I want realtors. I want regular Smojos to be able to trust me. Come ask me a question. I give you the education. I want you to sign up for a class. I just want to build a stronger foundation than just, oh, she does credit repair. I want it to be like, oh, she knows everything financial. Mm -hmm. She knows how to help me set up this bank account. She knows how to help me save. She knows how to help me budget. She holds you accountable. She's a great person. She gives back to her community. I just want Universal Success Consulting to just glow and grow. And that's, I mean, I'll put my all into it, but I know that 2022 is going to be something amazing. (laughs) And Courtney, I just want to say, you know, um, I'm proud of you, just woman to woman. I think us women, we rock. And 2021, we definitely took off. It's been our year. 2022 is going to, you know, continue to be our year. So woman to woman, business owner to business owner, you know, congratulations. I I wish you much success and hopefully we can, you know, collaborate in the future. um, Oh, yes, definitely. Because, girl, I see you doing so much stuff. I love you. You always keep me motivated. You always give back to your community, always have an event. You always promote other entrepreneurs. And it's just so inspirational it just gives you that feeling like yes yes girl yes thank you i love I'm it. here for I love it. it i love it <laughs> but before we end this interview because i know everyone is one they're going to want to know so go ahead shout out your social medias your website whatever you want the listeners to know all right well um of course my name is courtney williams i am universal success consulting on every platform you can find me on facebook Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, it's all universalsuccessconsulting.com. If you would like to have a consultation, you can always call me at 877-340-9036 on Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., 12 p.m. to 3 on Saturdays, and I'm closed all day Sunday. Feel free to shoot me a message, ask a question, just stop by to say hi. I really appreciate it. We have an amazing DIY Facebook group called Universal Success Consulting. Go ahead, hop over there and help yourself obtain success. Thank you so much, Courtney. It's been a pleasure and we'll be checking back in soon and just be on the lookout for a housewarming or whatever because you know you're getting this credit together. So, yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm here you, for thank it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Okay. Thanks for having me back. My pleasure. Bye. All right. Bye.